Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, an all new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. This week everybody, Maction is back. That's right, the Mac returns to play tonight. If you miss him tonight, you're going to miss him this week. Catch him next week. Uh, but they are back, so this week we are rating our beers on the Maction mascot scale. From Eagles all the way up to Zips. So Scott, what's in your mug tonight and how do you rate your beer on the Maction mascot scale? So I went with Black is Beautiful Imperial Stout, 10%. Uh, and we talked about on the show before, and a lot of people know that there were multiple breweries uh, across the country that did their own version of Black is Beautiful. Um, but this one is out of Weathered Souls Brewing Company. Um, and that's out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I'm not going to give you guys a rating. I'll save it for the end and... and keep you on the edge of your seat like this election is so i'm just going to say rockets baby little teaser action i like it i like it drew i'll let you decide what that means (laughs) drew what are you drinking tonight uh, I am drinking Stratisfaction over here uh, by Heist Brewery. Um, I don't think I know where they're... Oh, from Charlotte, North Carolina, actually, of all places. Uh, Go on and Eastern stand State. up! That's right. <laughs> um, really good beer. It's a, a hazy uh, double New England IPA, uh, 8.2%. Uh, I texted the the guys earlier tonight because I was like, man, I swear I just had this beer, but I don't. I, was it on the show? And Mike chimes back and goes, no, I don't think you've done that one yet. I was like, all right, cool. Well, must have been this weekend, and that tells you how good it is because <laughs> I had it and completely forgot. But uh, based upon my check-in and untapped, I had it at 4.25 caps previously. Just cracked this one, and it is still damn delicious. Super hazy, super smooth, delicious beer. Um, I'm gonna rate it on the zips scale there i'm gonna put it as a zips wow. mostly just because i wanted to make sure i got to say it tasted like the zips <laughs> i mean come on man can you get a better mascot than the akron zips it's a pretty damn good mascot uh this week i am drinking rock the fuck on forever it's a double dry hopped ipa from mockery brewing in denver colorado 6.7 percent abv uh, decent ratings on Untab, just a little under four caps. This one is delicious, guys. It is nice and citrusy. It's smooth. Um, uh, 
that ABV is a little light for me, uh, especially after the night I had last night, but it's all good. I, I like this one. I would put this one at Golden Flashes to start with because uh, that's a super solid mascot. Let us know below uh, what you guys are drinking tonight, what's in your cup, and rate it on the Maxion's mascot scale from Eagles all the way up to Zits. Uh, zits? Or Zips? Oh, oh, I was thinking maybe the Golden Flashes can shoot their way up your, uh, your chart. Rectum. All new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now. It is Wednesday night, everybody. That means it is time to crack a beer and hang out with us. This is Craft Root Sports. If you're looking for stats, if you're looking for analysis, if you're looking for in-depth sports coverage, you have, up your fucking ass. you have come to the wrong place. This is Craft Root Ooh. Sports, where we get drunk and bullshit about sports, kind of, for about an hour and a half. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight? Feeling cautiously optimistic and good and great. How are you? Terrific. Much better. Uh, to, much better tonight than I was last night. At this point, uh, Drew, how you feeling? Drew, hanging out with us as always. Drew, oh, I'm doing all right. I, I'm. I was feeling real good about the over here on this uh, Central Michigan Ohio game, and, and they've slowed down. I think we had four touchdowns in the first five possessions, and we haven't had a score in like three minutes of game time now. Oh so, my god. Uh, yeah, I know. What's I don't know what's going on, but uh, at the same time, I'm glad the Mac is back. I love Maxion. I don't know who doesn't, and if you don't, then you're just not being the being. So, fair enough. <laughs> good deal. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Some good stories coming up here in on deck, and two new segments tonight that we are going to debut. Uh, one we're going to do catch this smoke where we are going to roast some people uh, and bring all the smoke. Uh, they don't want this smoke. And we're also going to do too far. We're going to find out just how far our fandom goes and what would be too far. Also, we'll recap our picks from last week. Almost had a perfect weekend. Scott, you're a dickhead. Dude, you want to talk about bad beats, man. I'm sorry, but that's oh, tough. Scott takes an L, falls uh, back into last place. We've got new picks coming up this week, uh, so we will get into all. <laughs> we will get into all of that. Uh, before we do, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, we got the hookup for you. If you want award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door, starting at under four dollars a serving, our friends at Beer Drop can hook you up. Just fill out your flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. You can swap out beers, add more, and even skip a month. And if you don't like commitment, you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you. Just go to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop for $5 flat shipping. That's craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. All right, boys. Uh, this week for On Deck, Mookie, I'm going to have you lead us off uh, since you do such a great job leading us off in On Deck. Uh, so, Mookie, when you are ready, you on deck. Charge! 
So I, I was toying around with a lot of different ideas of my index story this weekend. Um, and, and it was interesting. There was like this weird theme that was starting to emerge and it all kind of centered on partying and getting over the hangover and recovery, things like that. At first I was thought, thinking about leaning into the, uh, Tony Ku coach said it took him seven to 10 days to recover from a hangover he got when partying with, uh, Scotty Pippen for the one time he ever did it. <laughs> um, but then I landed on the ultimate recovery story. And look, I can appreciate this because as you guys all know, my favorite sponsor of the show, sorry folks, it's true, is Morning Recovery from our friend of More Labs. That shit is on point. Saved me many a time. And I'll tell you what, Russell Wilson takes it to the next level. Boo. Dude is serious about his recovery game though, Scott. You got to respect a guy who comes out and says he spends a million dollars a year on recovery type stuff alone. And, and it was interesting the way he worded it because he says he wants to play until he's 45. And that million dollars is focused just on recovery. And so I'm curious how much he spends on like actually getting better because maybe he's just peaked and he's trying to stay there. I don't know. But dude came out and said he spends a million bucks on recovery. That covers a full-time massage therapist, two chefs. Um, it covers two hyperbaric chambers. He, he threw the chefs under oh, the sure. uh, recovery clause. Yeah, because apparently that's needed. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, so he's, he's got all that going on. And the one that really struck me, and I really wish that, that Bill Simmons would have dug into this more when he uh, had him on his podcast and talked about this, is apparently as well as a full-time physical therapist, which, again, makes sense to also have that with his full-time trainer, he says he has a full-time, quote, mobile person who, again, quote, make sure he's moving the right way and everything else. So, like, all I can think of is that Russell Wilson legitimately pays someone to just watch him walk and make sure he doesn't, like, trip on the sidewalk or stub <laughs> his toe or, like, has some weird gait in his giddy-up. I don't know. I would love more details. I would love to see the breakdown of this expenses and how this all works out, but... Russell Wilson, he's going to be around. He's going to be the next TB12 and, and play until he's 45 because he's dropping seven figures, two commas a year on recovery alone. That's Look, insane. I just want to let it be known that fuck Russell Wilson, but my man is getting beat. Russell Wilson? Yeah, Russell Wilson. on his. He's getting beat on that because they don't even let you hit the quarterbacks no more. I mean, if this was an offensive lineman who was paying a million dollars a year, I'd get it. But quarterbacks spending a million dollars? My dude, just go get you a, a good nap in. Like, you ain't been touched in years, bro. <laughs> I could see if he's spending on one of those nap pod things. Those, those ain't cheap. You, you, but you again, know you know who's going to make sure you play till 45? Roger Goodell and the powers that be because they don't want you getting hit no more. I was going to so say referees fine. make sure that you're going to be there till yep. you're 45. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what What a million dollars down the tube, bro. I mean, you didn't see him running after that pick six he almost threw. DK Metcalf had to bail his ass out. <laughs> Exactly. Much, okay, if Russell Wilson, who doesn't look that yoked, like I would, I would assume if you're spending a million dollars, you're pretty yoked. And don't get me wrong, Russell Wilson's in shape, but like it's not a million dollars in shape. How much is DK Metcalf spending? Because that dude is a specimen. Well, well, but again, Mike, this is on recovery. This isn't on strength. This isn't on Mike. You are know, you what growing? <laughs> You got really excited talking about how you DK Metcalf was a specimen. Like, the geez. dude is baby Bronze. Somebody, somebody hose Mike off. 
it's baby Braun. Did you see that dude? He's he's ridiculous. I I've seen it, but you getting all like somebody fan him off. Man, I, mean, I love would... that. I love that DK Metcalf has like the abs that he does, and you never see him rocking the the belly shirt. But Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott now has the muffin top and still rocks the belly shirt. Like he's like, I used to have abs. Check it out. They used to be right here. Okay, weird enough. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> Kill that segment. All you right. spent too much time observing men. New segment idea. Mike talks about dudes' bodies until the whole show gets uncomfortable. Till he gets off the rails. <laughs> We've made it ten minutes in. All right, fair enough. Uh, with that being said, uh, Scott, why don't you go next? Because uh, I'm I'm struggling to get stuff going on here. You're on deck, Scott. All right, I'm going to keep it in the NFL, but I'm not going to talk about their bodies. I'm going to talk about <laughs> somebody who, despite a, a popular uh, listener of this show, he's in the chat right now, despite his efforts to make all of the world hate the man, I just can't. I can't bring myself to hate the mulatto sensation that is Patrick Mahomes. And this week, this dude went one step further to making me love him even more when he, along with his foundation, split the $100,000 cost that it was going to take to get polling machine set up at Arrowhead so they could use it as a voting spot and this dude did it because they were like you know he asked and they said it was going to be cost prohibitive so he's like fuck it I'll do it on my dime and basically he just did it because he wanted to bring people together show that you know there, there can be unity and this place where everybody could get together and vote and kudos to this dude because it doesn't matter who you're voting for after this election <clears throat> But, uh, you know, just everybody getting out to vote, it should be a thing that it comes natural. But, you know, some people need extra encouragement. So I'm sure that there's a few extra fans that just went because, oh, man, it's at Arrowhead Stadium and it'd be cool to be doing yeah. it with the fans. So kudos to Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, this motherfucker just gets it. Like, I don't care that he beat my team in the Super Bowl. Like, he, he, he gets life. So uh, kudos to Patrick Mahomes for doing that and understanding that it is important to vote. So uh, I just want to give props to Patrick Mahomes. And then this other story I got from the NFL. Man, th this one has me shaking my head. So Carolina Panthers safety Trey Boston decided that he was going to buy himself some jewelry, which, okay, you know, it's, it's one of those things that athletes do spend a, a ridiculous amount on jewelry and then later go broke. But this dude didn't just do it for himself. This dude bought number 33 iced out pendants for him his wife and his motherfucking baby now <laughs> everybody chill out everybody chill out i'm not saying that you know the family shouldn't get some shine but goddamn this dude had two chains made just for him and his wife 70 grams of gold and 12 carats of diamonds on each of those and then the one for his baby two carats of diamonds and 15 carats of gold Dang. like they don't give a number on how much he paid for this shit but they they've been estimated to be 20,000 each for the ones for him and his wife and then 5,000 for his child look I'm all about, you know, the family coming up with you and they're on this journey and they sacrifice too. But I don't care, man. That's how you end up broke, man. That's why <laughs> on all these things we see athletes, it's always black athletes. You don't see Joe Thomas out here doing that shit. Christian McCaffrey ain't icing out no kids. Like, come on, man. Put that money away. Put it for his college fund. It's an investment. What's he going to do when he needs to go to school? Well, my dad oh, bought me this number 33 chain. Y'all accept that? You dummy. 
I was going to say that's that that's a college fund right there, but I don't think that's the point. The other no. Smart. He he ain't having no kids until his playing career is over. So worst case scenario, when he gets divorced, child support will be manageable. Either way, all I know is that buying your child a chain that he doesn't understand the value of, and even if it wasn't. It's a stupid investment anyway. Like, come on, man. So you got Patrick Mahomes on one hand who's doing the smart thing and helping, you know, people come together and get out and vote. And then you got this fool, Trey Boston over here, I, buying a chains for his baby. I can't wait till his ass gets traded and he ain't 33 anymore. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, what happens when he has to change numbers because he gets yeah. put on a different team eventually? Good oh, God, man. Amazing. Uh, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, all right. I will uh, I'll finish us off here on deck um i i was struggling to find what happened in my story so i needed to get the ending so i apologize scott for throwing you off no you're good man you're good college basketball starting up this month fellas i know it's been a, a oh, crazy shit. we haven't yeah we haven't seen anything we missed the tournament last year but college basketball Wait, is it for real starting up? yes it will be happening this month like college hey, basketball hell. is happening um i don't know Bearcat's about how, to get that out i don't know how long it's gonna last but it's starting at least we'll see how it how long it goes uh but here's what uh what i found out so teams are scrambling to fill out their schedules right now nobody really knows what to do it's it's a weird covid season so people are trying to figure out how to uh, fill out their schedule and uh two teams just agreed to a a game hofstra and iona they agreed to a three-year series starting this year uh but they didn't they weren't really sure how they wanted to break up um the the home and away situation i don't know if you guys remember when uc was like sending options to xavier that were all terrible options and they were like we'll do one neutral site yeah it was last week yeah like two weeks ago yeah we'll do one neutral site and then two at our place why wouldn't you take that uh but instead hofstra and iona came up with a great idea on how to figure this out good old rock paper scissors baby they got their they got their two mascots to agree to do a rock paper scissors uh match on zoom and then the winner got home court advantage in uh, the the three game series over the the course of three years. So I do have the results. They happened this evening. The results are in. These are the results that everybody in the country is waiting for. Willie Pride defeated Killian the Gale. So Hofstra will host Iona this year, and then again in two years, Iona will host Hofstra next year. So there you go, everybody. You can stop watching TV. It's official. It's been called Hofstra defeats Iona in rock, paper, scissors, uh, and they now have home court advantage. I think Dude, I think this, this is, is the best story ever. I yeah, think this is this we... up. This should have been broadcast live on, on ESPN the Ocho or something. <laughs> I would have I would have bet money and watched this shit. <laughs> well they did it live on I think they did it live on one of the team's Facebook pages and then on like the other team's Twitter or something like that. So I mean was, but this is bullshit. We, we, got got the, Facebook? we got the decision on national TV and we couldn't get the rock papers. Here's I mean, what I'm right? wondering though, guys. play on TV. Here's what I'm wondering. Uh, with the lack of sports going on right Right now we couldn't get this televised now we had i had marble racing earlier this year <laughs> i don't know what the the winning call was it was the best two out of three i don't know if he, if they threw you gotta go you gotta go that way me and me and mike kaiser decided so many things in our childhood with rock paper scissors but we'd always go best two out of three and then one of us who would lose would be like all right world series style yep. yeah <laughs> just keep going you keep pushing up but they did <laughs> well they did two Damn. out of three here's what i'm wondering though mascot hands are all funky right like the, there's only three fingers on the one mascot and they're like really big fingers i feel 
felt like there could be some shenanigans going on with this rock paper scissors matchup. Uh, See, I don't. That's that's what we missed out on. I they would contest. To watch. I'm going to contest be, the vote. Don't be that guy that's saying there's shenanigans going on with the the process that's been you decided on before. Look, all I'm saying is don't I feel like. Guy. I feel like uh, it wasn't truthful. It may not have been out in the open. I just think maybe we should look into it. Uh, hey, look, I don't we've know. We've had a process that's been working since the beginning of time. You're not about to delegitimize it just because you're losing. <laughs> are we still talking about rack purposes? What's happening? Uh, I don't know what's we, happening. We are, because I, I, I will say I, I did the deep dive research here. And actually, ironically enough, both mascots have a full four, fi- well, three fingers and a thumb. Uh, which is impressive because uh, Q John with his mascot quote here, but Hofstra has some sort of cat looking thing as theirs, but it still yeah, has Willie Willy Pride. The traditional three fingers and one thumb. So Rock, Paper, Scissors was a go. Here's what I'm going to, but like, I feel like there needs to be rules in place. Like, if you're going to throw scissors, I feel like you got to throw them up and then paper down because I could throw scissors, but then just slide that extra mascot finger. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's ways that a mascot could deceive you with their big, furry, fluffy hands. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that there could be some And you deception. would know, Mr. Bob. Yeah, I was going to say, this I, yeah, I mean, take it from a mascot. What clubs they were using. No, like, take it from a former mascot. I, uh, I was going to say, we, like, let's not even go back that far. Let's go back to college days yeah, when he was true. the blob. And if I'm being honest, if I had to do rock, paper, scissors for home court advantage between me and the Cincinnati Bearcat, I would cheat like a motherfucker to get that home court advantage. I don't and care. I would expect you to. Yes, I do what I have to do for my school. That's what I'm saying. Why would you take that away from the kids? Give them the chance to cheat. It's important. <laughs> this has been On Deck brought to you by Beer Drop. Uh, be sure to hit them up, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. $5 flat shipping, uh, craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Sell out. Uh, that was a fun one, fellas. That was some good stuff right there. I like that. I, uh, yeah. I'm glad we saved the Hofstra Iona story for the end. I was worried that it wasn't going to land, but that one... I was good. actually wondering. I wanted to get into jab at Iona there and and I get Rick Patino's thoughts on uh, rock paper scissors. If that helped Dude, him get his recruiting class Pitino up. Patino is so old. He used to just play with rocks and paper <laughs> and scissors. No, he couldn't afford scissors. Uh, uh, okay. By the way, Sarah is in the the chat right now, calling it Rochambeau. Do you guys go rock no, paper Rochambeau scissors? Rochambeau is a completely different the, thing. Kick yeah. people in the nuts. Oh, standing. They should have done that. No, they should. They should have done that game. Maybe that's what, just what you oh, wanted. Oh no, yeah. they absolutely should have done that had. game. I'm just saying that's a <laughs> that's a different conversation we're having. Did you guys always call it rock paper scissors? Because growing up, we called it yes. paper scissors rocks. No, no. rock paper scissors. He also calls things apricot. No, it wasn't until whatnot. it wasn't until college when I saw the the RPS World Championships that I I realized I was incorrect and I I admitted you, you the error of my you ways. Finally, left bumfuck nowhere Ohio and came to civilization that you realized what it was, or you know. yeah, when I saw it on TV and I was like, wow, uh, I should yeah. really try this. And hey, look on the, look at them on the TV. They call it a rock paper scissors. <laughs> Look at hey. they so they so wrong with their rock paper scissors. This everybody knows it's called paper. Hey ma, paper scissors. Rock. This out what? over here, Scott. Why did I t- turn into an old black dude from the south there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it'd be an upgrade. So I mean, why are you mad about it? Ah, uh, no, is, I appreciate you giving me that much swag. It was it was more like you gonna finish fix my carburetor. <laughs> Oh, 
shoot. Ed bringing up the Dylan Panthers had to flip a coin on the radio at a truck stop. Oh, such a oh, good, God. such yes. a good storyline in Friday Night Lights. I am, I'm so deep into rewatching that series. I freaking love it. I can't stop watching it. It's um, on my list. Oh, it's so good. Uh, all right, Never let's. What? Whoa. I, I've watched the Whoa. movie plenty of times. But well, okay, so that's different. You have to watch the movie. The series, season one, highly recommend. After that, she gets sideways. That's what I heard. I heard the first season yeah. was good, and then it got real, like, soap opery, and I was like, I'm good. Second season, there's a storyline where one of the kids on the team murders a guy, and him yeah, and a girl. <laughs> him and a girl. Him and a girl cover it up. Uh, so yeah, that it gets a little wonky around season two. Uh, but they the wheels back. fall off in the second season. And I'm pretty. Sar- Saracen's the one that kills someone, right? I mean, no, that it was. Kid, he's it was got not murder Saracen. written all over his little face. That's <laughs> look, this show Saracen. isn't going to sustain itself if we just have high school drama and football. What are we going to do to spice it up? Oh, murder. <laughs> all right. Obviously, like that's the next step in Chandra Rhymes' book. There, like they ain't no dummies. Here's here's they my other script. favorite part of Friday Night Lights. Like they do the first season, and you see these guys, and they're talking about like the future and playing the NFL, and I'm going to go to this college, I'm going to go to this college, and then they're back the next year, and it's like, oh, they were juniors last season okay cool whatever yeah, yeah yeah, they're juniors and then they're back again and it's like wait a second you mean to tell me all of these kids were sophomores and made it to state in one state their freshman or their sophomore year and they're still no this is all bullshit i'm out uh and also a junior in high school murdered somebody and yeah, buried right. the body come on that's where he started to question it he was like i was willing to accept the yeah, bs of them being sophomores but murdered. now they're murdering people nope, i don't know I'm if i can out. vibe with this yeah <laughs> All right, guys. Let's let's throw. <laughs> let's see. Let's see who wants to catch some smoke. All right, you guys want you guys want to throw some smoke. Uh, so what we're gonna do in this segment? People catch in Jersey, smoke. Yeah, they want to catch some smoke. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of people gonna be catching some smoke after this election. Uh, we're gonna go round table, and we're gonna give you uh, somebody who uh, we we want to send some smoke their way. Uh, so an example, maybe like uh, Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred deserves a little smoke for saying. He's open to the World Series being a neutral site. That's a terrible idea, Rob. That's a terrible idea. So that's just a little example. Scott, why don't we go to you? That's not even Rob's worst idea today. But it's a bad idea. Oh, no, it's a bad idea. But when we were talking about Rob, it's like Rob's like, eh, does this even rate? I mean, I've made a bunch (laughs) of shitty uh, uh, moves before noon. Like, you know. Uh, That's a very good point. Uh, Gabe pointing out, sorry, Gabe pointing out Minka Kelly dime piece. Oh, yeah. Although I wouldn't be mad if she had a cheeseburger or two. Jesus Christ, Drew. Okay, Scott. I'm just worried about her, man. I'm worried about her because I feel like one Bud Light Platinum and we're going to the ER. Oh, my God. Scott, who's getting that smoke from you tonight? (laughs) Mm. Whether you want to call it smoke or catching that Scott, he doesn't know. Fuck you, all of L.A. and your fandom. <laughs> you're you're the new title town because you got two mm. COVID shortened season titles. Fuck you. You ain't shit. Lakers fans don't watch the Dodgers and Dodgers fans don't watch the Lakers. Y'all ain't any more title town than fucking Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> you, you brought back two titles where you, you had to buy one and it took you, what, 12 tries to fucking win that like again the only reason you did it was because you, you got it in a, sh- a covid shortened 60 game season and then the other one you're like well 
fuck, all this building that we're trying to do and all this stacking ain't working. We'll just go get the best player in the world. Fuck it. That's exactly what you've always done. So to, to sit here and call yourselves title town. Are you fucking kidding me? Look, I'll hand it to Boston. At least Boston could lay claim to having all four major sports titles at one time for like an extended damn near decade. But L.A. and their fans who, you know, only show up to games when they're in the championship round or when they're when they're playing lights out and beating the brakes off everyone. Get the fuck out of here, L.A. <laughs> Catch this smoke. <laughs> I like it, Scott. Well yeah. done. I should have given you some music underneath that. That's my bad. I should have given you some Scotty doesn't know type music. Well, I was sitting there also thinking, like, maybe this should be like a, a setup, like uh, where you're roasting somebody during the during the rat battle. And so you just put oh, the, 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 uh, the beat. Yeah, the rat battle music from uh, Eight Mile underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. I wish I would have thought of that. Uh, thanks for coming to the yeah. coming to the table with ideas. Ten minutes after, into the, yeah. I was going to say after the show started. Yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> I, I will say that, that that would be a little bit much pressure, though. I don't know if I could take that because, you know, my boy M, yeah, he I left would. a legacy that us south of, southeast Michigan ganders <laughs> don't live up too well. Uh, yeah, that, that would not go good for you, Drew. I, you know what, no, though, Scott? No. I'm with you. Uh, L.A. fans do deserve some smoke for that. Uh, it's... We said it before, all of these championships this year are going to have an asterisk next next to them. Like, then you're celebrating like it was the greatest thing in the world. At least right. the Lakers. And, and Tampa Bay, of all cities in the country who, like, struggle to do anything right when it comes to their sports franchises, was they were two games and a dumbass decision away from fucking uh, being called title town by you guys' definition because they have the hockey champs and they would have had the baseball oh, champs. But dude. I guarantee oh, God, they you. Do. I forgot about and, that. And they could end up with the, the football champs too with the way that team's looking. Yeah. Tampa. UCF, that's right. State champs, baby. All right, Are let me throw Tampa? some smoke then, because you brought it up here, Mr. All right, Scott. Drew, you're up. Let's uh, who's catching the smoke? Look, I can't even narrow it down to a person or a group, but basically everyone who has a hand in college football rankings can catch all the smoke, because <laughs> these fuckers had the opportunity to finally set shit straight and like actually rank teams based on the way they were playing because when you ain't got the weak ass Pac-12 playing you don't got to worry about throwing them a bone and putting them in there so you're not hearing from their ADs all day about getting job they could have actually ranked teams this season as they were playing and once and for all set shit straight because you rank teams they've said they're going to have the bowl season anyways which yes that is the official name right Mike? It It is uh, yes the bowl season The bowl season is still happening, and so we could have had some seriously legitimate matchups of, uh, what do they call it, group of five schools up against power five schools, and really seen how this played out. Because with the conferences and all this shit in a weird way, I got to be honest, I'm not expecting all the conference tie-ins to to honestly still sit and stand when everything shakes out. Um, Yet, these cocksuckers were still ranking Ohio State until they decided, you know what, they're not playing games yet, we should probably take them out. The Pac-12 still hasn't shown up at all, yet they're popping back into the rankings, even though I thought they had a policy where it was like, we're not going to rank you until you play a game. Then they were, like, it's just, they, they could have fixed this stuff once and for all. And for so many years, we've had teams like the UCFs, 
the, the UC back in the day, who could have had a shot at, legi- at making this a legitimate title a la March Madness style, but because they got ranked so low to begin this season, they couldn't claw themselves back up to the top. Like, there are so many examples of situations where a team beats the pants off someone and then another team loses, but they lose to someone in a Power 5 conference and somehow leapfrog the, the, the group of five school. I mean, get like, get the fuck out of here. And the problem is now we have these computer metrics that back up the claims of actually ranking all of these schools as one cohesive thing. And yet in a year where everything's special and you had a free pass to basically do whatever the fuck you want... These old geriatrics, they sh- well, they didn't shit in their colostomy bag because it's connected to them. So they just oozed in their colostomy bag once again <laughs> with these rankings and didn't actually seize the moment that they could have to make college football even more compelling. Because everyone bitches about how the regular season is losing importance because it's really about a four-team playoff that will eventually be eight. Well, if you gave every single CFB D1 school a shot at an 18 playoff, it would be worth it. All 80 games or all 80 teams, give or take, would have a shot and those games would all matter. These Wednesday night matching games would matter. But no, these cocksuckers are still on the take from the from the Urban Myers of this world. They can catch all the smoke. Drew, that's uh, that's well done. Uh, I like I like throwing smoke anytime it's it. And I always uh, swear like two or three times, which um, is unique. But I'm I'm confused because there's a lot of group of five teams in the top twenty five. Like Liberty is ranked. Are they? I didn't even know they were a D one A school, and they're ranked yeah. in the top twenty five. Right? Is it UC it number six? Give it a week. They just want to. They just want to see all these Pac twelve teams show up, actually take the field and touch a football between the lines, and they're just going to wipe everyone out. Just wait. I mean, you might be right. You might be right, but I feel no, like I am right. BYU's in the top ten. UC's in the top ten. Like, there's actually this. This is probably the most group of five teams I've seen in the top twenty five ever. I'm still not buying it. Okay. <laughs> Still not buying it. They're just they're they're waiting for them to, to only win by four. Playoffs, expand the playoffs. Yeah, it's, oh, they have to expand it. And again, that was another thing that they completely should have been. It should. They should have just been went the with year eight. for eight yeah. games. Yeah, this is what are you gonna eight. do? These kids ain't learning shit right now, anyways. First of all, let's be well, honest. Well, not only that, that, you could just throw it all out and be like, "Hey, we're just gonna try this this year, and right. whatever happens, like if the rankings are all screwed up, and you've got like quote unquote non-traditional power teams or whatever in it, you could just be like, you know what, this season was unlike any other, so we're just gonna roll the dice with this, and whatever eight teams finish in the top we're not going to look at anything else we're just going to look at this we're not going to have it be a bunch of politicking bullshit but instead they're like nah fuck it we'll keep with everything normal here's the thing though guys we we tend to forget these rankings don't mean anything like it's not like the old ways fucking shit Bull fucking shit, they don't matter. Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me that that playoff committee isn't influenced by this stuff? I mean, I'm sure there's some influence by it, but it's not like the old days where it's part of a computer program that decides who they are based on this poll plus this poll divided by this. Like, this is... How many times have we seen that first poll comes out from the committee and it is nothing like the AP? And then the next week, the AP just shuffles their ranking to match what the college football playoff committee does. Like you know, it's, That's why I, there I, shouldn't be rankings until November every single year. Yeah, no exactly. rankings. Exactly. Yes. That Agreed. Would be it. And, Agreed. And Mike, I, I but then just... how would you sell page clicks if you don't do rankings? 
Like, what, what do you do? How is it going through life so innocent and trusting with a pure heart like you have? It's really nice. Like, it's the, the sunshine. It. Man, it's really got to be that The way. sunshine and the rainbows over here are just oh wonderful. Like, it took me a long time to figure out who I should give some smoke to, but I finally did. I figured it out. Uh, I'm going to give some smoke to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, for those of you that don't follow. Oh, this is good. I know where this is going. Yeah, for those of you that don't follow the MLB <laughs> too closely, uh, Rick Renteria was the manager of the Chicago White Sox. They did pretty well in the COVID season. At one point, they were number one in the American League Central, arguably one of the toughest divisions in baseball. Uh, the American League Central and the NL Central both sent three teams to the uh, to the playoffs. So, being at the top of that division was pretty impressive. There was a little bit of a slide towards the end. They ended up just hanging on to make the playoffs and fell to the seventh seed and then got, uh, they, they got uh, I think it was three games to the A's that they lost in, in the opening round. Scott, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's the case. Yeah, but the A's had to play their way back in because that's what the A's do. Right. Uh, so the after that season, uh, the White Sox fire Rick Renteria uh, and they say it was mutual that it, it was a mutual <laughs> departure because that's what everybody wants to do when you're the manager of a baseball team is to just leave uh, with no other options it's like you know what I'm good I did what I came here to do to get eliminated in the first round tip of the cap have a great day uh, so already <laughs> bullshit <laughs> bullshit of you to call it mutual but then then I'm thinking okay fine you fire Rick Renteria you got this great young lineup you've got a team that's proven that they can compete in this very tough division uh, <laughs> What happened? They went and hired your boy. They went <laughs> yes. and hired the Joe yes. Biden of fucking managers. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> so then instead of getting a, a young up-and-coming manager or like somebody that it's like, well, we're going to take oh, the team in a different God. direction, they hire Tony goddamn LaRussa. <laughs> He's 812 years old. The dude's already in the Baseball Hall of Fame. What? First of all, fuck the White Sox for making this move, and fuck Tony Larusa for coming back to take the job. What are you trying Whoa, to prove, Larusa? No, fuck Larusa. What are you trying he's to prove? He's cashing the paycheck, bro. You can't no, hate no, that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm with Drew on that, but I'm also with when the name popped up on the text. I thought. Is Tony Larusa fucking serious? Right? Like, seriously, what in the world is he thinking? Like, uh, what, what's shitty about the firing of Renteria was that this was a year that White Sox officials behind closed doors were like, hey, guys, we're like two to three years ahead of schedule based on what we were hoping to do if this was a regular year. So they right. admitted they were playing over their heads and they were playing with house money because the 60-game season, anything could happen, all in. That's great. But then you fire the guy that you had, and I'm pretty sure they thought was a really good pull when they hired him. Yeah! Mike, you didn't even add in the fact that they congratulated him on yes, where the other day yes. manager of the yes, year. I did not get to that point yet. Yes, that's where I was going. Uh, there's There was a lot that I still had to complain about with this one. Oh, uh, but yes, after uh, firing him, uh, Renteria wins manager of the year, and the White Sox send out a tweet congratulating him after they had fired him. Uh, by the way, Tony Larusa, 76 years old. The White Sox are now subjecting baseball fans to watching a 76-year-old man stuff himself into a baseball uniform because baseball managers have to wear the uniform. So now we have to watch this old fucking decrepit piece of shit squeeze his ass into a White Sox uniform. White oh, Sox, see, come get it, this smoke. 
It's not even squeezing himself in a uniform. Really what it is, is he just needs to make sure that he can somehow stuff his fupa down, you know, the pants, <laughs> so that it, like, is all tucked inside there and doesn't just kind of hang out. Like, But seriously, the the comparisons here to fucking Rick Pitino at Iona and fucking uh, and Tony La Russa at the White Sox, I mean, uh, look, whether or not you like La Russa, dude has a legacy, and it's one of those things where, like, the iconic, all right, he, he managed in one world series with the a's and then he did you know he did what he did with the cardinals and one world series there like he has this like and the white Sox are just not a franchise that it's like you know what as a world series winning hall of fame manager i'm gonna pull the cleats out and dust them <laughs> off to come back and manage this squad like they're not on the cusp this isn't like like this is totally rick patino at okay. iona where he's like hey you know it's somebody that'll take me oh, and i'm a name know, I, so fuck it cash and checks and break it next though. motherfuckers rick, here we go yeah rick's trying to get back in the game rick's doing this to get the next gig Tony to me is like, well, I'll do this for a year. They'll fire me because I suck and I'll still get paid for the three years I signed. Well, on. that's the thing. He's not going to get fired because the team is solid. Like, and, and we've proven Kevin Cash has proven you don't really need a manager in baseball anymore. You can have a computer like just punch in some numbers and be like, nah, do well, this. Okay, so, so that, that brings up the, which the, makes the, even less sense that you would hire somebody this expensive. Right. Yeah. This, Wait, this, this expensive shit. and this old school. Like you can, I, you can literally just put together an, uh, a, like a computer program that's like this is our here how do we know that's Watson. not the case i swear to god totally russa died like i thought he was dead when i saw this i was like holy shit he's still alive i didn't go I, there I, but I when i saw the text oh, yeah. that was my that was my first yeah, thought was, i was like totally oh, russa still around I, I seriously i thought the guy passed like five years ago Ed and i up. saw the i saw the photo and everything so are we sure this isn't a cyborg situation Ooh, let's uh that's a good thought is this is this did they clone Tony La Russa? Is this hologram Tony Larusa? Like it's just like how it's Tupac like keeps RoboCop popping up. Because <laughs> think about how much easier it is to just have a RoboCop in the dugout than have to like run the computer shit up in a booth somewhere and then fake like you're running a message down uh, to the trainer about you know the shipment of athletic tape that just showed up and really you're saying get the lefty ready and going. <laughs> If you just have a RoboCop in the dugout, shit's just that much easier. I hope that one day he he turns on the lineup card and it just says Bash Brothers hitting three and four, <laughs> and it's like it's like what the hell are you talking about, Tony? He'd <laughs> be like Mark McGuire, yeah, isn't he? He's playing first base. Ho, Ho, Jose's hitting third, and I got McGuire batting fourth. What are you talking about? Yeah, this, this is, is my lineup. I, I I wouldn't change anything about it. Here you go. <laughs> Oh, man, that's amazing. And you know what? Honestly, Mike, to come back around full circle here, it's a dick move of you to throw smoke at Tony La Russa because you may choke him. He may actually die. That's a good point. And, uh, you know, Ed bringing that up as well. How is he going to do this with COVID? Like, dude's high risk. I If I'm a high risk, I shouldn't be taking a, a job as a manager at this point. That's just seem it seems maybe. It seems Maybe that's it. Reckless. Maybe they'll say Tony's going to manage from the booth, and and there's just going to be like a cardboard standee of him in there, and the computer oh, program's going to run like you were saying. Tyson, Tyson is uh, he's been confusing Tony Larusa and Tommy Lasorda this whole time. That's an amazing <laughs> yeah. mix-up. That is like, oh, that is that is. That's the quintessential, like, holy shit, baseball, like, not in baseball just, fan watching moment, and you're just like. I thought those two were the same people. Oh, shit. And, and, and I could totally see how that would happen. Yeah. Not until this very moment. But when you ask the question, Tyson, it's like, 
wow, I could see that. That makes total sense. Just, if, if a casual baseball fan thought they were the same person <laughs> or that they, you know, when you heard the name, you pictured the other one, totally get it. I mean, they're both OWGs and OWGs all look alike. So, yeah, I get well, it. They I both managed in California. They both have this, you know, that old school thing. Like, you said something about managing from up above. I'm like, are they going to turn this into, like, the NFL where you just manage from the coach's booth? <laughs> so he's just sitting up there with binoculars and calling down, like, ah, I got to make these calls. I mean, honestly, I'm not sitting in the dugout to do isn't it. Isn't that kind of what baseball is? Like, you can do it just like a, a spreadsheet. It's like I mean, a, it's it's a fair point. You can. Like, you yeah. can literally, all you're doing anymore is just looking at the numbers. That's all right. you have to do. Well, or if you're Kevin Cash, you're you're spitting in the face of those no wait what are you talking about oh, no no, no wait he soked it up he's to the a point slave of, of to them yes yeah, he sorry, will sorry, i sorry, will sorry, only sorry. do what the numbers tell me to do i don't care that my pitcher is dealing and he's only given up two hits and the next three guys coming up are over six with six strikeouts do not care numbers say 67 percent chance that this goes poorly i'm yanking him right now uh what a uh not Kevin gonna lie, I would go with the sixty-seven percent because that's how I run my fantasy football teams, which I am a proud three and fifteen. <laughs> three and fifteen. I blame COVID. I'm actually not that bad. I'm like five hundred, but I truly blame COVID. Oh my God, guys! Tabari bringing up a fantastic point. Larusa uh, has been outspoken in the past about standing for the anthem. His team's best player is Tim Anderson. How is this going to work out between Tim Anderson and Tony Larusa? I want to be... actually might be what baseball needed. It could be like Tim Anderson is. If you guys don't know Tim Anderson, oh. he's a fun dude to watch. He flips his bat. He's a, an exciting player. Uh, he's really good, and I can't wait for Larusa to find him for being a. a... I, I want uh, Latrell Sprewell, PJ Carlissimo, part two, baby. <laughs> Dude, well, and, and Tabari even threw in this is Rush Limbaugh on ESPN NFL countdown potential, which is what made me lose my <laughs> shit there. Um, I I cannot wait until uh, the little trail Sprewell moment starts to happen and Tony just has a heart attack right there and falls flat. <laughs> like, he wouldn't even be able to get close to choking him because Tony would stroke out too early. Like, the guy doesn't look well. No, he really doesn't. He doesn't. Um, he looks there's, like, bad. What do you say, 76? Yeah, he's 76. Like, like, Saban's old as shit, too, but he doesn't look terrible. No, totally Saban looks terrible. How old is Saban? Let's look that up because I feel like sure Saban. 60. I was going to say, I feel like Nick Saban is up there, but he looks like he's 46. Uh, he's 69. Saban, nice. Saban nice. is 69 years old. Uh, he actually just turned 69 on Halloween. Happy birthday, Nick Saban. Of course, the devil was born on Halloween. Anyways, he is 69 years old, but he looks like he's early 50s. Right? Like, he doesn't look that yeah, bad. Yeah, no, he looks really good, especially God, for damn. somebody who screams constantly. Right. Uh, he's he, So he Ooh. looks pretty solid, and he's got a very high-stress job. Larusa is 76, but he looks like he's 114. Like that and dude, has a low-stress job. <laughs> that dude has aged horribly, man. Yeah. Horribly. It's brutal. Um, also, I just I pulled up the, uh, the scores of tonight's match, and I think we may need to change our scale. Uh <laughs> Because currently Akron's getting beat 51 to 13 at the end of three. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't about the teams. It was just the mascots. Uh, sure. It, it wasn't. Zips, yeah, that's, Zips that's are still a solid, uh, solid mascot name. I uh, mean, and here's the other thing. Outside of that game, well, I guess Toledo's up 21-0 on Bowling Green in the first what, quarter. What? Our yeah. dudes, uh, our dudes from around for the weekend, uh, helped us out uh, with the the assist. Saban is sixty nine. Give them a, a listen. Nice. nice. Give them a listen in all of the podcasts here on the Belly Up Sports Network. Uh, great, 
great shows on this network. Uh, and we appreciate them having us uh, as a part of the network. So be sure to subscribe, rate, and review to all of the shows on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Hit up Belly Up Sports for uh, all kinds of awesome articles. Uh, there's a there's a, a series going on right now that one of the writers is doing uh, about like being blazed up and, and having some high thoughts. And the, it's a very funny, awesome read. Uh, I was going to so say, that up. clear out some time too, man. They got shows for days and Belly Up. Oh like, my God. I'm, I'm so catching many... the tweets constantly and they about keep... new things coming out. I was going to say, we keep adding new shows. There's like two more shows that got added uh, just this week. So go go to bellyupsports.com and, and click on the podcast link. Subscribe uh, to all of the shows and listen to them all. Hit them all up. Uh, let's get into our picks from this week. Scott, you want to get into our picks from this week? No, I don't want to give my picks because COVID didn't help me out. You, you this is know, the second time COVID has failed me in as many months. Yeah, Scott, so if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I had multiple occasions over the past week where people got enjoyment out of your pain because I got to tell the story of how my boy picked Clemson to cover, what was it, 20 or 30-something crazy? It was 31, 31 and a half. 31. Pick, pick Clemson to cover 31 and a half, and then what? Call it. 18, it was like 24 hours. hours. Oh, no, it wasn't 24. It was Thursday morning. Yeah, it was the next day. It was, yeah, the, it was next like day. the next day. Matt and... Barr was so pumped to send that message oh, yeah. about Trevor Lawrence being out. Uh, so, yeah, Scott takes an L. He had Boston College. Yeah. Uh, he had Clemson minus 31 and a half over Boston College. Uh, and without sunshine, Bill really struggled, couldn't cover that spread, was losing for a good stretch. They were losing in half, like getting blown out. Yeah, it was. Well, my it was favorite rough. part is Mike texts at one point in the second. He's like, "Don't worry, dude. They're still in this. They just have to go thirty-six to zero in the last like the, whatever." In the second game. half, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Middle Asshole. fingers back uh, on the chat. Also, I didn't realize Jerkovic, uh, and I know that's not what they call him, uh, but I didn't realize Jerkovic had transferred from Notre Dame uh, to Boston College. Yeah, he went from big brother to little brother. Uh, sorry, man. Bad move on your part, but that dropped Scott to three, five, and one. I had Bama to cover uh, at 31. I got that win. Bama was up 41 nothing with less than a minute to go, and Saban was on the sidelines screaming at one of his players for messing up. Like, that's how much of a psycho this dude is. He is no, an absolute a psycho. That's a winner right there. It, yeah, he's a winner, but he's also a psycho. Also, he's going to have to spend all week blocking out the noise, you know, even during COVID. Blocking this is out rat the noise from all you media. It's rat poison. This is all rat poison. Uh, but uh, that... Funny, funny note here. I, I'm logging into Bovada to put our picks down, and there's a there's a, a toast message at the top that goes, "Please note the tabulation of official election results is expected to take longer than usual. We'll make every effort to settle all markets in a timely manner. However, please be aware there may be delays." I love that I, we're such degenerates that we bet on the future president of our country. Like, why, why? Why not? Why not have fun with it, man? Oh, like, you should have seen the numbers that uh, they were pulling in uh, in England. I, I cut a story about oh, that. Yeah. Like, apparently, foreign markets are betting heavy on the results of our. <laughs> oh, election. you're saying like stock markets? Yeah, that's one thing. No, 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 no. no. I'm oh, talking about gambling. Like, okay. Yeah, the betting gambling, markets. Yeah, yeah, like people are like in like I didn't realize that overseas. Oh yeah, dude. They paid attention to what was happening in our election and gambled on it like i oh, realized yeah. they paid attention but i didn't realize the the amount of money that they were putting up for it it's Dude, ridiculous I, I, i'm a little pissed because uh DraftKings, which isn't illegal in ohio get your shit together legislator uh they had a march madness pool style situation where you basically put bets and all these different things like which candidate will, you know, come out with the speech first or like which agents news agency will declare a state, you know, to one candidate versus the other first. And like they had all these series of prop bets 
and you know as you hit things then you get points on it and it's a winner take all at the end of it so it's not just like oh i'm throwing down my my five bucks and if i win i get nine bucks back it's like no you're getting a pool of thousands of dollars if you can pick all these election prop bets right so it's a ridiculous election prop bet parlay uh, that you are going up against thousands of people for. I, that sounds. That actually does sound like fun. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to handle that last night. I would have been freaking the f out uh, watching results because it's uh, it's bad enough watching results, but then to try to also worry about losing money and messing up my parlay. Oh, that would have been awful. Well, see, that's but that's the best part, Mike, is that then you get to chase those losses, and so instead <laughs> of paying attention to the election, you get to pay attention to the Fifth Circuit judge <laughs> in. Oregon, oh, and Jesus. you know whether the incumbent's going to win or the third party is going to win. Like, yeah, that sounds that, yeah. that sounds terrible. Drew again, won. Of course, Ohio doesn't let me waste my own money. Gotta love Ohio. Drew won last week. He learned his lesson: never bet against Patty Mahomes, and he did not. And the Chiefs covered twenty and a half point spread on that one. So, congrats to you, Drew. So that puts the rankings. Uh, Drew and Scott flip again. I'm still in the lead, five three and one on the year. Drew. At four and five, coming up to that five hundred mark, Scott dropping down to three, five, and one. Um, so let's get into this week's picks. We are going all Pac twelve because the Pac twelve is back this week. Uh, so we're going to do all Pac twelve matchups. Scott, pick a number one, two, or three. Three, three. Yikes! You okay. son of a bitch. Uh, well, this is this is uh, so. This is a classic Pac-12 toss-up game. You actually, I f- this might be good for you because you are terrible at picking against the spread. Absolutely yes. terrible. Uh, so this one actually could work in your favor. There's a little bit of a spread here. Uh, you have Washington at Cal. Cal is a one-point favorite. I'm taking Cal because I'm really upset with Washington and their wideouts right now. So fuck you if you're a wide receiver who went to the NFL but played at Washington. <laughs> why? Please elaborate. Why are you? Why are you so upset with that? Oh, the Niners had drafted Dante Dante Pettis, and he was in the second round, and they cut him because they can't trade him, and because he's dog shit. And so he is the other half of, and you'll understand my pain. The tandem that was once upon a time, him and John Ross. So Washington wide receivers are straight fucking garbage so for that reason alone i'm picking cal can i tell Nothing you else can i tell you i had completely forgotten that i know that john ross was drafted one pick ahead of patty mahomes and oh god yeah Jeez. yeah patty was taken 10th in that draft and john ross was taken ninth the Bengals passed on patrick mahomes and instead took john ross who reportedly now doesn't even like football so that's what I'm saying. Between, Bengals. between Pettis and Ross, Washington can eat a dick when it comes to whiteouts in the NFL. And because I got burned by it, and so did you, I'm going to go Cal. I have nothing else to base it off Good of. Good call. Just so Washington. Washington wins that game handily, I think. So. Yep, yep. So Washington's probably going to own them. Cool. So you're, you're, you're taking Cal minus a point and a half? Is yep. that, is uh, that we have it have? at one. We, have, we, we, got, we locked cool. it in at one. Uh, Drew, pick number one or number two. I always like me a number two. You do like number twos. And in this case, you have Stanford at number 12, Oregon. Uh, Oregon is a 10 and a half point favorite in this game. They are apparently the class of the Pac-12 
with the highest ranking in the conference at number 12. Gotta love the Pac-12, just not even, even when, even in a year when it's just like, look, this shit's weird, they still can't uh, get in the uh, in the college bo- football playoffs. Yeah, sorry, I swear I'm paying attention to the live podcast we're doing right now, but I... I've got the I got the action game on, and then they were showing the all power these highlights just went out. and stuff. Yeah, and then I got an <laughs> app alert from ESPN. Apparently, the power went out in Central Michigan, so they're oh, just dude. like, I guess it's halftime. <laughs> we'll go in the locker room for a minute, and they just they're just back out in the field now. So, yeah, my bad. Uh, so, Scott, what yeah. you know about power going out during a football game? I mean, who knows anything about that, right? Like, that never happens. I, I um, mean. Man, that's a tough line. Ten points is a lot. Stanford's one of those teams ten and that a half. grind people out. Yep. Ten, oh, ten and a half. All right. That half and is important. Oregon at the same time could be winning by three points for the whole game in the last three minutes, score two touchdowns and cover. So this is a tough one. I'm going to lean on my fuck you tree. Let's go, Oregon, giving ten and a half. <laughs> Uh, there you go. All right. So I mean, their Drew, mascot's a fucking tree. It really for is. For Christ's sake. Uh, I do love and not, when... Not multiple trees. It's a tree. They're the Stanford Cardinal. I like when people get very confused like, about that. Damn. They're like, why do they even have a tree? Uh, and it's like, because it's a tree. It's a cardinal fur. It's not It's it's not the Cardinals. It's not a cardinal. I hate you so much now for knowing it's a cardinal fur. I don't know you if it's a cardinal fur. You're supposed to hate them with me, Michael. I don't know if it's a cardinal fur. I'm just assuming that that's what it is okay, because it fair. looks like a fur tree, right? It's not... Well, it depends because every year the, the student mascot gets to make their own fucking costume because they're all so hippy-dippy California creative bullshit out down at the farm. That's fair. Eating special mushrooms off of shit. Scott, I don't know if you saw Chase's comment. He said the power going out was the best thing that ever happened to the Niners in that Super Bowl. That's the only reason they closed the gap. Uh, what's your response to that that uh, that <clears throat> fire comment on the Harbaugh Bowl? True or false? The Niners still won the games. Who gives a uh, lost the games? Who gives a fucking shit? Like getting close don't mean GD thing. If you don't <laughs> hand off to Frank Gore when you're out in the fucking one yard line. <laughs> I think right. Chase should comment more often. I love Chase. Oh god, that's amazing. Uh, thank you, Scott, for that. For Besides, me- I don't blame the power. I still blame our homophobic ass DB who decided just before the Super Bowl he was going to make a controversial comment about you know having teammates who are gay in the locker room and then proceed to get torched in the Super Bowl. So the game was over then. It just took a little longer for the score to materialize. <laughs> uh, Dan. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that part. Dan, the Michigan fan coming in with uh, Jim Harbaugh sucks a D. Uh, dude, Harbaugh losing to Michigan State over the weekend. That guy's got to be on the hot seat, right? Okay, um, good talk. Place him with. I don't know, but you, you can't lose Doesn't to Michigan matter. State and Ohio State all the time. The guy can't beat your two biggest rivals. I mean, are we shocked? It's Michigan. And it's Harbaugh. That's a good point. I'm not when was shocked. The last time just... Michigan was actually relevant. Serious question. Notre Dame fandom aside, when was the last time Michigan was legitimately a relevant college football? I guess it would be that year that uh, them and Ohio State were playing. Uh, they were like one and two playing for the Big Ten championship, and the rumor was that they were going to replay uh, in the title game. Do you remember that uh, when they were uh, like? Both oh, when of them it was were, one and two. Yeah, 
I, yeah, I would say I, mean, I don't know what year that was, like, but I would I, say that was the. I was actually I was on board with that then. What? You wanted them? Yeah, to, no, I was totally on board because that game finished what like. Well, well, wasn't it like even a, by like by like seven something? or something, and then Michigan just fell off the face of the earth because that was the only team they legitimately played that year. Well, they like, both I remember did. That. Both, I, were but both. it was what it was like a three point final, like it was ten to seven or something like that. Like right. it wasn't like they got blown out. So, I mean, based on everything we had seen, why not replay that game? I mean, they I'm were talking, clearly the two best. Uh, teams. No, but they, they weren't the two best teams. No, they both got, got their asses kicked. They both yeah, got well, their asses you, kicked. Do you think? Okay, but here's my thing. When and I've stood by this forever, when somebody tells you, "Hey." You're probably one of the two best teams, but based on this dumbass system we have, you're gonna just go over here and play this nothing bowl against a whatever team. Do but I think you really gave a shit about that. But that doesn't account for the team that no. won, that went to the national championship game and got their shit stomped in too. I think that was the year that Florida crushed so Ohio State. So you're t- are you talking? So I just googled it. 2006, the number one yes, Jim Trestle Buckeyes it. beat the number two Lloyd Carr Wolverines. 42-39. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a different. I was thinking about one that was more recent, and I. So, yeah. So and no, I. that I was, was the year one that was like single digits. That was uh, the year that uh, I think you're confusing it, Scott, Meyer with one. the uh, with the Alabama LSU one versus two game that was like a nine to six final. All well, the no, field I was thinking goals. it was Ohio Those State, Michigan. So like, they're good. Yeah, that, and that, that's definitely not what I was thinking. But it about. was that was the year that Ohio State went to the uh, I think it was the Fiesta Bowl and they lost forty one fourteen to Florida. Like they got their yeah, shit stomped I, in. So I know what you're saying. So so this is but this is still true though. So even though this is a different one than I was remembering, Michigan still shit the bed the next game. So they lost to number one Ohio State by three. Then in the next game, they played number eight USC when they're ranked number three and lost 32 to 18 in a game that they weren't even close. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, so even there, you could say in the full balance of the season, they weren't even legitimate then. No, that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like that, oh, that okay. was they were both frauds, but everybody was clamoring for them to play in the national title again, even though they like they proved that neither one of them really deserved it. Like both of them were dog shit, but because of preseason rankings and bullshit from pollsters come catch a smoke uh they (laughs) interesting uh yes chase talking about the lsu bama game where lsu didn't cross the 50 until halfway through the third quarter yes that game was awful i remember watching that at o'brien's down in o'brienville i had several shark tanks and there was an lsu fan there was an lsu fan telling me how great the SEC defense was, and I was just drunk enough to say, nope, both of these offenses are just dog shit. And I almost got into a fight. All right, here's uh, here's my game. Speaking of teams that I hate, uh, I end up with Arizona State at USC. USC ranked number 20 oh, this week. USC is a 10.5 point favorite, but I do think they cover that. I think USC uh, covers that spread. Here's what's weird about this game, though. If I'm not mistaken, this one was scheduled for 12 o'clock Eastern, 12 p.m. Eastern, which is a 9 a.m. kickoff time at USC. Why are they playing this game at 9 a.m. in California? Good old TV, my man. That's That's awful. That is awful. Like, that really makes me worried about this pick. A 9 a.m. kickoff time is absurd. Who is going to have their players ready to play? Whoever's coaching USC or Herm Edwards. Oh, 
actually, now I'm kind of debating this pick. Just saying. Uh, and ten and a half is a lot. Uh, we have we have been riding the favorites on this show. The last, I think, three weeks, we've picked nothing but favorites. Drew, did you just talk me out of this pick? Did you talk me out of USC covering ten and a half at home at nine a.m.? I mean, look, because man, of at Herb the end of the Edwards, day, I'm going to tell you that USC is going to score negative three points and Arizona State's going to score 45 because fuck those Trojans. Fuck their horse. I hope he skull fucks all their players. You know what? That's how I feel about USC. You know what, Drew? Uh, I've got enough of a lead in this show. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, I'm wow, going to take, wow. I'm gonna take Arizona State. I, I can I can lose a game and I'm still in first place next week. So I'm no, going to go ahead and take Arizona. <laughs> Played with house money. Uh, no, you're playing with show money, and we're down to $9.27, so just keep that in mind. I, I, I also believe the rule is, is if you prematurely uh, claim victory, it'll come back to bite you in the ass. I didn't I'm claim victory. Saying. I didn't claim victory. I'm I'm actually saying I'm probably going to lose this one, but that's okay. I don't mind if I lose this one because yeah, okay. I'm, still gonna, I'm still in the lead. So let's go ahead and, uh, and recap here. Scott is taking Cal minus one. Uh, against Washington. Drew is taking Oregon, minus 10.5 against Stanford. And I am going with the upset special, Arizona State, to cover 10.5 points against USC because, as Drew said, fuck them Trojans. Fuck Uh, them Trojans. All right, so I've I've got our bets pulled up here. I'm ready to put it in. The question I have is, do we want to go with the teaser? Uh, No, I see. Because we could... We just want to go with our. Well, I was going to say we could throw the. We actually we made money back last week, so we could go oh. with the teaser on top of our straight up picks. Hmm. So no, we could do a teaser. We could do Cal plus four and a half, Oregon minus four, and Arizona State plus sixteen and a half. Done. If we want to throw the teaser, on done. Top of it. Do that. Why would you not do that? Yes, do that. Uh, the only one that scares me there is Cal, but yes, do that. Tease. Absolutely right, so tease let me, it. Let me place our regular bets first, because the last time we did a teaser, I fucked that up and didn't do that part. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out later, though. Javi's, uh, sure. Javi's got my back here. He's saying, let's go ASU. Uh, it, chime in, Javi. Do you, think, do you think I'm making the right pick, uh, picking Arizona State to cover that 10.5-point spread? Because I'm very nervous that I just locked that one in. Uh, but I, I, I hate... I hate USC, man. I hate oh, USC so everyone much. Everyone should hate USC except the dudes that go there to bang the hot girls at that school. Like, it really is a Petri dish of just inbreeding. <laughs> Scott, what are you eating? I'm trying to get to LSU or to uh, USC. Um, peanut butter cookies that Monica Kaiser baked. And she had no issues with these cookies. They these were, were not flat cookies? No, there was never any issues. Although she did have anxiety at the beginning that something was going to turn out effed up. But Guys, how good... Uh, where would you rank peanut butter cookies on the cookie scale? Well, hang on, see, wait, okay, hang on. Before you answer, before you answer... These bitches are near the top. Before you answer. And I'm talking regular peanut butter cookie with the fork marks that go this That's way and then this does. way. Mm-hmm. The best way to do peanut butter cookies. So let's do this. We'll go... Um, chocolate chip, peanut butter, and uh, what's another? Uh, oh, are you just doing homemade classics? Homemade classics. Okay, we're gonna oh, do oh, oatmeal raisin. No, 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 no. We're not gonna do oatmeal raisin because I feel like that's an immediate drain pour. We're gonna go. No, I love oatmeal raisin. No, Fuck listen, you. listen to my thinking along this lines here: chocolate Fine. chip, peanut butter, or the Christmas time peanut butter cookies with the Hershey kiss, like stuck in the I middle of it. I was going to say that. Yep. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Yeah. Chocolate. 
One of them only comes around once a year, so I'm drinking. All right, now nah, this you don't have to. You could do it any time. It's just yeah, but does anybody? That's the fucking question. I could I have the McRib every day at McDonald's, but you know what? They tell me I can't. So guess what? They're bringing it back, aren't they? Fuck you, McDonald's. Yeah, they're bringing it back because they bring it back one time a year. That's Asshole. what I'm talking about. Just like that you, cookie. So do does the McRib get back? elevated because of the one time a year? Or is it because it's only a limited time? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Also, Tyson with a very, uh, very good question here. Is the peanut butter cookie crunchy or soft? Oh, it's soft. soft. It's got to be soft. No crunchy yes. cookies. It's, like, what, it's are you kidding me? All of the cookies are soft. Fresh out of the oven. I haven't eaten crunchy cookies since like 1992. <laughs> fresh out of the oven, sip, chug, drain, pour, peanut butter cookie, chocolate chip cookie, and the Hershey kiss on a peanut butter cookie. Scott, you're drain pouring the Hershey kiss. Christmas I'm drain cookie. pouring the Hershey kiss because it only comes around once a year. If it was around more, it'd be a different story, but I'm drain pouring that. And I'm... um. I'm sipping the uh, peanut butter cookie, and I'm I'm chugging the the classic chocolate chip. Mm. Drew, but there's nothing like a good agree? ass peanut butter cookie to get down on. Mm. I love some peanut butter cookies, yeah. Drew. What do you got? Uh, sip chug drain pour. I am gonna go sip chocolate chip because I got a I got I got a thing with chocolate, man. I love me some chocolate. Um, and there's a wide variety of chocolate chip too. You can go with the small chocolate chips, the chocolate chunks, chocolate chip. To me, that's you sip that. I'm going to chug the Hershey kiss one because again, you could have that anytime, but either way at the end of the day, you don't, but you could, because at the end of the day, you got a Hershey kiss and a cookie. Like how do you go wrong? I think wedding cake tastes better than birthday cake, but you know how many (laughs) weddings I go to versus birthday cake? Go, you know, eat a dick. No, no, no. See, now this is, no, I'm going to put this on you, Scott. (laughs) Why do you need to go to a wedding to have wedding cake? That's a very fair point. Here's what you do. Your next date night. I know, you pretend like you're having a wedding and you go take the rings off. No, you don't pretend shit. You go, go pay me a cake, motherfucker. Here's 50 bucks. No, you go, you, you take the rings off and you schedule a tasting and you go out and you do a tasting with the bakery and you're like, Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. we're just tell them you get. Oh, this yeah. is delicious. I think. Oh, maybe when we get married next month, this is what we'll do. But really, you're already married, and you're just like, this is just a free night out. Why didn't I think of that, bro? Come on, oh, I totally called that out when we were tasting all the food. Yeah, you do that. You also uh, the other fun thing to do: uh, take her ring and take your ring off. Take her ring before you go to a restaurant, and then propose again at the restaurant and you get free dessert like a lot of times they'll give you free dessert or free drinks or something for uh yeah but you get to engaged. pay for dinner yeah you still got to pay for dinner but like you get free stuff like they'll give you free stuff mm. if you do that so you know it's just a way to you know get some that's not a bad idea but like we'd be at applebee's because i ain't paying for that shit you know what i mean so like i don't expect to get a whole lot also i feel like you guys uh, this this uh wedding cake uh take is not that good because most people just get regular ass sheet cake and like the big cake that they cut into oh, yeah. is just a bullshit for show anyways and they're just like oh yeah we'll take this top part that's real the rest of this is cardboard that they made to look like cake and you all get fucking duncan Hines sheet cake that we made and uh, it's in the back y'all assholes not, not got at my cake. wedding What's at my wedding? He had, I had good ass cupcakes, and they were all the Ooh. same gourmet cake that we had. Like it was good <laughs> Damn. shit. Damn! Why do you like people so much, Scott? Because I'm not gonna fucking have people talking shit about my cake, bro. Hey, here's the thing: people ain't talk shit about my cake, and we got it at Costco. <laughs> there are two things that I was going in like, look, ain't nobody gonna talk shit about me because I talk shit about them. 
the the bar <laughs> the bar was the bar was the not bar going was... to be pay it was going to be a, a oh, hell open, no. and you had a good bar and and the food was going to be good I, I i have talked so badly about food at weddings and the fact that i had to do a pay bar or they had a limited bar menu get the fuck out of here now your when, your wait, bar wait, was good and limited. it helped me forget that notre dame got waxed by miami that night um, uh, hashtag never forget. Yeah, yeah I, re- <laughs> I remember standing in line for like the photo booth, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, "Well, I don't have to look at this the rest of the night. Let's get fucked up." <laughs> uh, by the way, maybe uh, Chase is saying sip peanut butter Hershey, chug chocolate chip, drain pour peanut butter. Interesting to drain pour peanut butter if you're married to peanut butter and Hershey. But okay, I respect it. You got the chocolate thing going on there. Uh, I mean, I get it. I get Biscuit it. saying chug peanut butter, sip chocolate chip, drain pour the Hershey drop. Uh, uh. I am going to go with sip the uh, – I'm going to sip peanut butter. I'm going to chug peanut butter with the Hershey, and I'm going to drain pour chocolate chip. Fight me. Fair. Fight me. So awesome. we each we each had a different. Take. Yeah, we all went we all went different there. That's the first time that's ever happened on this show. Oh. Congratulations. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to, to circle back on the teaser before I fuck it up, but then Daniel dropped the limited bar at a wedding is a good reason for me to forget my gift envelope, <laughs> and that is one hundred percent fair. It is, it is absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, so to recap fantastic. the picks, though, we had Scott. Uh, you were taking Cal minus one. Right? Yes. Sure. And then he doesn't even I'm know. Going... Scott doesn't even care. He's like, whatever. I'm gonna leave anyways. <laughs> that's, that's Fine. True, yeah. Uh, I'm taking Oregon, giving ten and ten and a half. Mike, you're taking t- oh, ten and a half, and then Mike, you're taking uh, Arizona State plus, State ten, plus and a half. ten and a half. All right. So we'll tease that by six points. Things will go well for us, and we'll at least live to bet another week. Fantastic. All right. There you go. There's your picks locked in. Uh, We're going to get into a new segment now. This is a segment where we decide what is too far. We are going to test the limits of our fandom and see what goes too far. What is too much to give up uh, in terms of our fandom? Uh, So, Scott, let's go to you first. Uh, why don't you pick one of us? We, we've got one for each one of us wrote one for each of the other guys. So, Scott, pick who you want to go uh, first and give them their too far scenario. All right. I'm going to go with Drew on this first one. Oh, boy. By the way, I'm going to get some I'm going to get some scary music on this. We're going to go with the, the scary quick hitter music. All right. I got to say, thinking of these, I was like, this could end the show. <laughs> We go too far with the too far takes. This could end the show. I I did have to rein it in because I was like, uh, yeah. I don't know how far it could go. Right. But, I, but I did want to stick to sports with both of them. I did too. I stuck to. I wanted to make. Sports I stuck to sports, sports too. Same. Based on some previous feedback we got, I'm sticking to sports on these. <laughs> Fair enough. Stick All right. So Drew, you're up first. Um, my my question for you, um, if the Red Wings could win the next. Oh. Five Stanley Cups. The next five in a row. No questions asked. They win five. But you'd have to give up both booze and weed. Would you do it? Oh, man. (laughs) Totally sober. Some of that would be pretty easy because I only use the CBD stuff for relaxation when I have anxiety. The booze. Now, when you say the booze stuff... Let's do this. Is you gotta go like sober. All booze, or yes. just like yeah, no, 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 all booze for for the for the next five years while they're winning the titles. You cannot get you. You have to stay stone cold sober. 
Oh man, so like, can I just go to communion a lot? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you are sober that you have to that's abstain. Not, that's not alcohol. That's Jesus's blood. I, I, that's, that's fine. You can go to. You can go to. You can go to a church where they've switched it with grape juice only. Drew's circling back around, the, like with a mustache on, like, uh, yeah, blood of Christ. <laughs> now I don't need the host this time around. Just let me hit this wine up real quick. I mean, Is Bobby Valentine in it, coming back with the sunglasses and mustache. I mean, I dig it, but no, seriously. Five straight years of titles, but for five years you're stone cold sober. No, no, nothing that can oh, enable. Drew, is that too far? I mean, it is just because, like, I know how this goes, and and I'll give an example that's like semi-related. When I finish the story, you'll see why. I became like violently allergic to shrimp when I turned like twenty. I don't know what happened, but like, I love shrimp. And then when I turned twenty, my body's like, nope, fuck you, never again, and. Anytime I'll eat it, it feels like I swallowed napalm and then I vomit and then I'm fine. So, you know, Jesus. whatever. Sometimes I taste a little because I love shrimp. And like there's been times when I've been either like at a wedding or the, the perfect example is my friend Michaela. This is way back in the day in college. She worked at Longhorn Steakhouse and they had that like coconut firecracker shrimp, whatever the fuck it was. And so she came home on a Saturday. We were getting ready for a party we have in the house. And she goes, hey, Drew, catch she tosses me a shrimp and I know exactly what the fuck it is. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. And I eat it. And I was like, Oh my God, that was so good. She goes, wait a minute. You're allergic to shrimp. I'm like, don't matter. was worth it. was <laughs> fine. The rest of the night regret absolutely nothing. And so like, I would say I would love to try this. I would probably not make it the full five year. Oh, fuck. I might not make it one year because there'd be a situation where I was at like a family gathering or something. And someone would be like, Hey man, like, Oh, try this new beer I brewed or I got from somewhere and I wouldn't even be thinking twice about it because I'd love me some booze. And I'd be like, sip. And next thing you know, the Red Wings are in the relegation zone. Like, Dude, you can't even like celebrate a, a Stanley Cup win. Like, I can't even imagine watching a playoff series without drinking beer. Like, that sounds impossible to do. Like, that would be horrible. Not, not only that, like, it's one thing to watch the games because seriously, I am all about, like, I rarely drink during my own team's, like, big game. Oh, because you're oh, used to, you're used to having good teams. I get shit-faced when my team's <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, like, but, Saturday but night, thing, Notre Dame Clemson, don't text me because it's going to be gibberish coming back to you. I'm going to be fucked well, up. Well, but, but here's the thing, though. I mean, like, it's one thing to not do it well, but, I mean... Once one day I'll know what it's like to actually win one of those big games, and then I imagine you know all the booze and all the you know See, extracurriculars. This is a and good one. so you know. By the way, this, hang on real quick before we go. Biscuit is telling an amazing story in the comment section right now that I need to bring up bring out. Uh, Biscuit actually performed stand up at a dry wedding what? reception one time. That's amazing <laughs> on it on its own. Uh, and then he mentioned that there were way too many neck tattoos, including the bride. The bride also had a neck tattoo. Uh, and he said the bridesmaid had a flask stuck in her garter belt. Wow. Classy girls. Classy that sounds girls. amazing. I, have to, I, I do think, honestly, Scott, the key here is Biscuit's absolutely right. If I go sober, more labs goes out of business, and that's just wrong. Very good we point. for <laughs> American businesses, yes. so that wouldn't happen. Also, um, use the code SPORTS uh, at also checkout. use the code SPORTS. Get 20% uh, off. Morelabs.com. Drew, 
Yeah. That's too far for you. Couldn't okay, you're up, so Drew. Too far. Fair uh, enough, fair Drew, enough. pick Scott or I and give your first too far. All right, I'll fire right back at Scott. This this is the like one it. that I'm a little a little whatever about here, but I'm gonna go with it anyways. And it, it's semi sports related, and and I hope I did this right because I said, Scott, you get to play a round of golf, and and we can extend it to have a Saturday hall pass situation with Michael Jordan. Play a round of golf with MJ. I, did you just imply Scott was gonna fuck Michael Jordan? Well, no, I just... Oh, okay. I was confused with the whole thing. Here's the thing. I would fuck Michael Jordan before I played golf with him, but go ahead. Wait, what? Wait, Biscuit Biscuit said he got paid with a ham sandwich. Dude, I've had some good ham before. Oh, my God. I've I've officiated a lot of weddings for free, so I think he made out pretty good there. I've gotten some... have the spicy Dijon mustard on it. I've gotten some shit pay for stand-up gigs, but I've never gotten paid with a ham sandwich. That's amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, Drew. I interrupted. not ham sandwich. It's ham sandwich. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Drew. Okay, so Scott's fucking Michael Jordan for what? Scott's fucking Michael Jordan, but... His kids never call him dad for their entire life. They just call him Scott. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I get to do what with Michael Jordan? I get to brush up against him? Yeah, I'm cool with whatever. Whatever comes after that's fine. <laughs> See, All right, hang on. Now we got to find what's the line. What's too far uh, for Scott to not want to hang out with Michael Jordan? Uh, so... You're fine with your kids disrespecting you and calling you Scott for the rest of your life. Um, how about would you do it if uh, every day both of your kids, as soon as you wake up, they kick you right in the dick, and that's how you start your day every single day? Are you still going to take that, or is that too far for the Question. rest of your life? Okay, okay. Is that different it, than today? Because no, I could see no, not a, in bed. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me answer the damn question. It, it's it's not too far unless as they rear back, they're like Kobe's better than Jordan, and then <laughs> kick me in the dick. Then we're too far. Okay, we're that too was gonna, far at that point. That was going to be out. my next one. What if uh, you get to hang out with Jordan, but your sons always admit or always say that LeBron is the goat? Would that be too far? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. I can tell my sons that they're wrong, and we all know it's a generational thing. But again, as long as they weren't like, you know, oh, Dad, Jordan sucks, and then, you know, hit me with a Kobe, like okay. that, all right. that again is where I draw the line. Okay, lines. all right, we found out what's too far. Uh, it's it's Scott's kids being Kobe fans. Fair enough. Uh, Scott, since you got picked on that one, it's back to you, so uh, hit me with my first too far. All right, for you, s- similar vein, similar vein. Um, but it, it, just a slight twist. So the Reds, the Reds are going to for they're going to be the team of the decade. Now, whatever that means uh, over the next ten years, for from twenty one through two thousand thirty, they're going to be the team of the decade. Now, remember, Braves were almost the team of the nineties, and then they fucked it all up at the end. So keep in mind that the, it could be that type of scenario, but. During that time, you have to pronounce apricot and caramel correctly for the entire fucking decade, bitch. But the Reds get to be the best team in baseball for a decade. You just have to pronounce two words correctly the entire decade. I would would happily continue to say apricot and caramel, uh, and the Reds get to be the team of the decade. (laughs) 
here, son wait, of a wait, wait, wait. You want to keep saying shit wrong <laughs> being dog shit. No, I'm that's saying exact, that's exactly I'm the saying, stance he just no, no, took. No, no, that's not the stance I just took. You said I need to pronounce those two words correctly and the Reds get to be the team of the decade. And I am saying, yes, I will continue to pronounce those two words correctly. Apricot oh and caramel. And I will get the uh, Reds. Being, yes, that's a bitch. Dude, we were watching a, we were watching <laughs> a British show this week and they said apricot. See, no, you're taking the side. You're taking the side of the limey Brits. There you go, Drew. How you feel about that, Mr. Uh, great, because Paul Hollywood clearly has his shit together, so I don't know what you're talking about. I can't believe this, dude. But I will say, Scott, I love your questions because it, it's it's got this sense of like doom and gloom hanging over you right, for and an then extended period of time. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, and, and like, yeah, look, I can go sober easily, but to know that I carry the balance of my team's franchise in my hands would right. literally crush me. Yeah, yeah, I don't and know. Imagine all the Reds fans that are going to kick Mike on the dick because they're like, you couldn't pronounce two words correctly, you son of a bitch. And I'll be like, I yeah. said them right, apricot. <laughs> and they're like, you asshole. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. All right, I'm going to pile on because Biscuit's blowing my load over here. Whoa, uh, what? That's weird. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, we're just we're just friends, man. Like it's cool. <laughs> um, Scott, I had one along your similar lines. Oh, is this for me? It's for you, Mike. Okay, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I'm Hit jumping me with in it. here just because it kind of right, makes sense. That's fair enough. I said the the actually I got to give Jenna credit on this one. She came up with this. We were oh man, we were kicking stuff around, and I was like, these guys might not talk to me if I use some of this stuff. <laughs> um, so I landed with the Reds win the World Series, and I'll even throw a teaser. They win the World Series over, like, the Yankees. Mm, that'd be nice. But you cannot watch a single inning of baseball all year. Do I get to watch the replays afterwards, or no. do I never? No I baseball. Never, no ba- no I baseball, no highlights, no Twitter. I can't do it. Nothing. I can't do it. And uh, Biscuit's question about ND can win the national championship for 10 years, but I can't watch the games. I can't do that. There's no point in that. Like, I... I, I was just gonna say, what's the point of being my a fan whole, if you never get to right? See it? If I don't get, get to, to experience it, never his face. No, if I don't get it. to experience it, then fuck it. Then it's not a real national championship. Like I could rub everybody. Like okay, cool. Notre Dame won the national championship in 1988. Big deal. I was four years old. I can't. Like I didn't experience that. It's not a thing uh, for me. See, that's where you so guys no. are living life wrong. That's too far. What, 97 when Michigan won their title as a kid. I rubbed that shit in all of my friends' faces. <laughs> like, Michigan ain't shit, bitch. Notre Dame won a title in 88. What y'all done? And then 97 came around, and those cocksuckers still only shared a title. So, like, we're still ahead of them in my book. Uh, Yeah, that's too far. Both of those are too far for me. I can't do it. Uh, Scott, Chase has one in the comments for you. The 49ers win the next 15 straight Super Bowls, (laughs) but you have to have a Kobe statue in your house the entire time that can't be covered up or in any way blocked so you can't see it, and it has to be a flattering statue of Kobe, not one of him sitting next to his wife apologizing, giving her the ring, like a flattering statue like Kobe. after the 81 point game type statue is, is oh that no you know what it would have to be because it's like one oh of those wait biscuits that i, I could listen most. to on the radio i would do that if i could listen on the radio i'd still do that I yeah would. no it would be it would be the, a statue calling it it would be a statue of kobe when he was pulling his jersey to the side and he had that his stupid you know his, his jaw out yeah and he's doing that whole mamba bullshit like if it was a statue of that Dear God, this is hard. 15 straight Super Bowl. 15 straight. 
Oh, yeah, it, that's so many Super Bowls. Like, who cares, right? Yeah. I like okay. The, I like um, the five Stanley Cups in a row because then that makes us better than the Habs. Like, so there is something there. Five in a row would ha- hold some water <laughs> in that sense, but fifteen Super fifteen Bowls Super Bowls, fifteen Super Bowls. I would jerk off to a Kobe statue in my yeah, house every no, single day. Like that's true. Is not I would too have far. I would have that Kobe statue like on my dinner table for for the for the next fifteen <laughs> years if that's what it meant. Like. <laughs> I, I I would sit there and scowl at yeah. it and just I I would you know, I wouldn't spray like paint it a and certain R word on it but I I would I would be it. sure to I would be sure to let everybody knows that that comes into the house I'd be like hey welcome uh can you take your shoes off also this statue is some bullshit it just allows uh, the Bengals <laughs> yes. away anyways just sit wherever you want uh can I get you a drink like I, that would be the first thing <laughs> this, I said this statue is some bullshit but also my fucking favorite football team <laughs> <laughs> they've won four in a row and get this I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna win the next eleven. Suck you it. know what? And that so that's the that's the whatever the effect. What was the bully from Back to the Biff. Future? Yeah, yeah, Biff. It's the you Biff effect. Bet. So Scott would just be raking in the dough. So he would have a big ass house. Yeah. So he wouldn't even have to see the Kobe statue. Um, He'd be like, true. yeah, that shit's off in the east wing. I live in the south wing. Cheryl's up in the north wing. My kids, I shipped them off to boarding school because we don't really like them anyways. We're just trying to make sure there's someone there to take care of us when we get old. Like that would work out real well. All right, Tabari's got one for me, but before I get to that one, I want to go. Uh, Scott, I'll go to you. The Cowboys never win another Super Bowl ever. I'm in. Jerry Jones is the owner of the Niners forever. He will. He lives on, he never dies, and he always owns the San Francisco 49ers. So that means the Niners are never winning a Super Bowl and frequently finishing eight and eight as well. And you got to deal with creepy hand during the national anthem, uh, so staring at your players. Creepy, creepy hands and and and, and not so subtle racism. Um, hmm, yeah, God. Uh, I don't far? know. I think I think I like things the way they are where he's not, and they still don't win. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll stick with the, the way it is. Actually, things have worked out since what was it like ninety five? Things have worked out pretty well for me, so I'll just go with that. Biscuit saying if the Browns won fifteen Super Bowls in a row, he would tattoo the Steelers and Ravens logo on his face. That's how far he would go to guarantee that. That's fair. Uh, all right, Tabari asked me. I get to watch Notre Dame win a dream national title, but then I must watch them lose to Michigan, Ohio State, and USC for the next three years on a loop. And I have amnesia, so I forget about the three losses in a row every time. Don't matter. Got that ring, baby. Yep, I would do that. Actually, that's, that's that. where Chase should have went. If he said I had to get a Kobe tattoo, no. <laughs> I got, oh. I would absolutely allow Notre Dame to lose to Michigan, Ohio State, and USC for three years on a loop if that meant a national title. Yep. Well, but see, that's that's where I want some clarity. Is this world? Because when I first read Tabari's thing, the way that that I read it, I thought he was saying that Notre Dame wins a national title, and then we lose the national title to Michigan, then lose a national title to Ohio State, and then lose a national title to USC. Still in. That means we're in the national title for four years in a row. Uh, yep, I'm in. Still in. And we kind of know what's going to happen. I guess that's fair. Yeah. And we win one. Yep. 
if you're telling me Notre Dame wins a, a dream national title, which my dream national title would be a national title over USC. So we win one over USC and then lose one to USC, lose one to Ohio State, lose one to me. Yep, I'm still in. We got one. I'm fine. What would what would be your dream national title? I mean, you just said it, but like mine is we beat USC, Brian Kelly poops in, in William Sweeney's mouth, and then, uh, well, Michigan gets the uh, the death penalty and no longer has football. <laughs> like, that's what I want. That's my national, my dream national title season. Uh, Tabari clarified, they're national title games that ND loses three years in a row. Yes, I'm still okay. fine with that. Uh, I think Drew, the only one we have left is mine for Drew, right? That's the only one left? Everybody's? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Drew, Notre Dame gets a national championship. But you have to go the rest of your life with penises for your fingers. Oh, man, you brought that. Yes, I brought back Glenn's question. You have dicks for your fingers, but Notre Dame gets a national title. Scott, thank you for taking a picture of the screen. What is happening? (laughs) I'm going to have that saved up there. (laughs) What do you... (laughs) Who the fuck knows, man? This is happening making right big now. Trump tweets and whatnot. Like this has been a great show. Clearly, <laughs> um, I okay. I do want to clarify. Did because did we ever land on the the penis thumb aspect? Like, do I have penises that function like thumbs? Yes, penises function like thumbs. So there's a there's a a weird. So I can still play Xbox. You can still play Xbox, but you got a soft ass dick flopping around when you're trying to <laughs> press the buttons. <laughs> So you might have to ask. You might have to like. So like, you might have to chub up a little bit before say, you so can I hit the get A like button. Halfway to midnight to be able to play like yeah. Madden. Okay. Yeah, and Ooh. after you, you know, once you, you go, know, a little that doesn't too sound all bad because you know then that's some nice stimulation, right? Like that's got to feel good. <laughs> like, oh, babe, I'm gonna go play Assassin's Creed. I'll be back. Like, oh, here's the Vaseline. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Ah. <laughs> uh... You know, I'd say let's do it. All you right, know, Drew's taking dick fingers. I can always go and join the circus. That is Maybe. not too far for Drew. Uh, nah, all right, Drew Biscuit has one for you. Also, Tyson is now calling you old dick fingers, Drew. <laughs> Biscuit, name, Biscuit right? says FC Cincinnati wins a title for five years, but every year that happens, the Habs win the Stanley Cup. Is that too far? Nah, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. I got friends that are they're Canadians fans, and they don't really bother me as much as some other clubs in the uh, the league. So, yeah, why not? Sure, give them a title. All right, and then Chase had one it, for it'll me. It'll make them feel more legitimate with them winning actual titles instead of just claiming fake ones like Alabama does. <laughs> uh, Chase had one. I don't know if this was me or you, Drew. Uh, ND goes undefeated in every regular season and makes the national title game every year but loses in heartbreaking fashion every time. That's too far. I wouldn't yeah, take that. I would not no, take I'm that. In. What? Mike, th- Mike, think about it this way. That's basically our season every year. Like, yeah, every but there's year no hope. Point, you have no hope. Game. You know there's no hope. Like, who cares if you win every regular season game if there's no hope that you can potentially win the national title? And it's heartbreaking fashion. No, that's a that's a hard pass. Hard pass on that one. Um, can we get, like, a time limit? Like, if it was, it was like a five-year stint, I'd be all in because then you know that six-year would win it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right, well, guys, this segment worked out way better than I thought it would. This was. Why would I want to wear gloves? I got this dicks is for fingers. Great, I love the. I love the. Interaction. I'm Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And with that, let's give a shout out to uh, our friends at Morning Recovery. 
Uh, more labs. Hit them up. 20% off your order, morelabs.com. If you're boozing it up like I was last night, boy, did I get hammered last night. Uh, you got to take some more labs. You got to get some morning recovery in your system. Otherwise, you can't function during the day. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying. You bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Just ask Drew. Go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non-subscription purchase. Guys, we didn't stick to sports. Uh... Before we got into this, is that okay? Can we can we skip sticking to sports this week? Nah, we'll probably yeah. skip the show. We'll probably just have to cancel it. All right, we'll we'll, we'll stick to sports next week. We'll uh, we'll talk sports next week, maybe. Uh, all right, uh, this Wait, week did we not just talk sports to the segment? Was that not sports talk? I I don't know, uh, Scott. What were you drinking this week? <laughs> I was drinking Black Is Beautiful, the old ten percent Imperial Stout. This one coming, by the way, of Weathered Souls Brewing Company. And I got to say, this is another one of those that stayed fucking phenomenal from first sip all the way to the end. And I was sitting there, like, looking at the bottom of the can about halfway through the show, wondering why I don't have more of it. So this is going to be rockets on the Maxion scale. <laughs> the Maxion yes. mascot scale. Yes, that's we're right. Doing the, yeah. the have you ever seen the Rockets mascot? It's a fucking astronaut. Like, it looks goofy as hell, but it's amazing. Uh, well, it was blasting to space, right? Sure. Yeah, weird. I mean, that's that's weird. Uh, but okay, okay. No, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> Drew, what were you drinking this week and rated on the Maxion mascot scale? Uh, I was drinking Stratisfaction Hazy Double IPA, New England style IPA from Heist Brewery in Charlotte, North Carolina. God, this is a great beer. I don't know why I didn't go higher originally with my rating. Uh, again, I feel I'm like I'm pretty sure you a gave it a Zips, choice. which was the top of the rating yeah, scale. Yeah, but they're not, man. They're not playing like it tonight. And sometimes it's it just the mascot. It's not the team, Drew. It's the mascot. It's the. It's I, the z- you know, Mike. I really wish I could agree with you, but when you're getting your ass beat in, uh, what is it now? Fifty-eight to thirteen. Whoo. So instead, I'm going to go with my hometown boys, the Eastern Michigan Eagles, because, you know, on Election Day, election season, who doesn't love a good old American Eagle? Not to mention the fact that those boys up in Ypsilanti, they, they fight for what's right. And uh, that is the, the green and white. So, yeah, highly rated beer. Wow. So Drew went from the top of the scale to the bottom. He just flipped it what? and then tried the to. Bottom of the scale? Yes, Eagles was the bottom Uh-oh. because it's such a plain ass mascot that everybody Whoa, has have you seen that eagle i mean the green and white on it is crisp everybody there's so <laughs> many eagles what the f- <laughs> all right whatever i was drinking rock the fuck on forever uh this one from mockery brewing company in denver colorado this was a damn good uh ipa it was really good i liked it a lot I put this one at Golden Flashes because that's a really, uh, I thought that's, I mean, Golden Flashes is unique. Uh, Penn I mean, State, that's who it is. Yes, thank you, Drew, for uh, for clarifying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been bothering me since, like, the start of the show. <laughs> Kent State, ah, I got it, figured it out. <laughs> Two minutes before we got off air, got it, figured it out. Um Ooh. I am going to upgrade this one uh, to the zips uh, because, man, it's so smooth. It's so good. Uh, it's just enough citrus. I love this one. It is a stellar beer. If you ever see Rock the Fuck On Forever, 
highly recommend. Uh, put it at the zip scale. It's it's up there. Uh, this has been Last Call. Again, brought to you by More Labs. 20% off morelabs.com. Just use the code SPORTS. Sell out. Fellas, what a damn good show this was. Sorry, I got I mean, music still playing. I'm sorry. Uh, what a damn good show. I, I, I'm digging these new segments, fellas. This, this is, is fantastic. I mean, one of these weeks we might actually talk about sports and beer, but I don't want to be here when we do. I don't think anybody wants to be here when we do. I think everybody well, wants to continue. how we didn't, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I you, think you know how You don't did. get the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you thank, don't get this show. Thank like, you guys for, for us to steal drops from people. Yeah, I don't think we can do that. Also, I don't oh, okay. necessarily want to do that. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a Levitard ripoff. I want to be us. I want to do us. I mean, that's fair. I also am kind of drunk right now. Um, this has I been mean, a really I'm kind of life. really drunk. I was going to say, Scott, it was an eight, a ten. Mine was an eight too. Mike, yours was like mine was too. low, but I drank bourbon at dinner. Oh, there you go. That's what it was in the hams can. Uh, yeah, it was. I had a lot of bourbon. I, I think Atta I had a boy. I had to finish off the bottle that I opened yesterday. Didn't well, yeah, you don't want to let this stuff get stale. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate all the interaction. We had a ton of comments, ton of shares. So thank each and every one of you. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can find us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We're everywhere. iPhone, uh, iTunes, whatever it is now. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, we're everywhere. So find us, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps the show more than you know. Be sure to follow us at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Find Belly Up Sports uh, at Belly Up Sports on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to all of the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. Scott's going to be gone next week. We got a guest host sitting in for him next week. So, uh, <gasps> son of a bitch, nobody told me. Yep, somebody, uh, somebody's taking Scott's seat next week. So tune in next week. Uh, it's going to be a really fun one. Without Scott here, we're going to make fun of him for an hour and a half. You straight. son of a it's bitch. It's going to be the best. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.